The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. To find out more about this talk show or other talk shows broadcasting on KUCI, log on to our website at KUCI.org or check out the latest program guide. You're listening to Get the Out. You're listening to Get the Out. Yo, you're listening to Get the Out. You're listening to Get the Out. What's up? You're listening to Get the Out. Yo, you're listening to Get the out. You're listening to Get the Out. Uh, excuse me, it's Get the Funk Out. Right here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, every Monday at 9. For more information on the show, you can visit the show blog at getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. That's right, Get the f- Out. All right, enough already. I get it. Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. First up on the Get the Funk Out show this morning, calling in from Berlin, Christoph Rehaga. If his name sounds familiar, he has a video called The Longest Way. Uh, it's an incredible journey. He set out to walk from Beijing to Germany in 2008, and he's got a story to share with us this morning. Uh, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Chris Rehaga. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hey there, Janine. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks so much for calling in. No worries. It's not like you're calling in from around the corner, calling in from Berlin, <laughs> so we worked that out. <laughs> yeah. Tell me. Uh, that's a good thing. I, you know what? I was so intrigued. I saw this video on Yahoo, and I tracked you down on your website. And tell me a little bit uh, about your background before you set out for this journey. Um, I'm German. Half German, half Hungarian. Mm-hmm. Um, I I like reading uh, romantic novels. I guess that's that's where I got the walking thing from. Mm-hmm. And um, I found myself in Beijing studying, so I got this idea to uh, walk back. I guess that that about sums it up. It's not like the easiest walk. You just decide, you know, I think I'm going to walk, you know, for days and days and days. A pretty incredible journey you set out to do. Uh, yeah. It's scary at first, um, and it's it's it was a sort of the the kind of idea that you want to hide from everyone because it's so embarrassing to talk about it. Really, but then you can't hide it forever. Mm-hmm. Why did you feel embarrassed? Uh, because it it felt like uh, a sort of a daydream thing that that if you uh, if you say it out loud that people might laugh and you might jinx yourself into failing. So yes. Uh, I felt very uh, insecure about the whole thing. So you kept it to yourself? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, at least until it got serious, and until I found that I couldn't really hide it anymore, and I had to kind of come out and say, look, uh, yeah, I want to walk. <laughs> I think it's great. It's unbelievable. And so what were you doing in China before the walk? Uh, I was studying uh, Chinese and uh, cinematography at the uh, film academy there. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was a, uh, a two-year thing, so I had to basically return home to Germany to finish my, my class there, my university class, but I didn't really feel like doing that, and so I guess I took the slowest way home. You certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> 
So here you were, 26 years old. Yeah. November 9th, 2007, starting your journey. And were you absolutely alone? Did you have a friend with you? Mm, yeah, actually it was my birthday and I was uh, all alone. Yeah, oh, nobody wow. was really excited about the whole idea that I was going to walk home. My my dad got really mad that I was going to kind of just waste my life away apparently and uh, my friends thought I was kind of making a big deal out of myself. Like, look, I'm the walker dude. Oh. So, um, yeah, oh, I'm man. in Beijing, uh, the apartment is empty, and I'm giving myself this present, uh, the walk. I think it's great. I think you, you must have felt deep down inside, you know what, I, there's something maybe missing from your life or something you wanted to find out about yourself? I guess you could say that. It sounds, it sounds kind of tacky when, when, when I say it like that, like, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I'm looking for something, but I guess everybody is. Everybody's looking for, for something, and most of the times we don't really realize what it is. So. Yes. Um, whatever you do, I guess, uh, it's, it's just trying to, to find this, this thing. You know, it's interesting, Chris, that the theme of my show, Get the Funk Out, is, you know, I share stories of people being in these ups and downs and life's a crazy roller coaster ride. And sometimes we do things like this. We do radical things to find as crazy or tacky as it might sound. We try to find <laughs> ourselves, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what happened, you know, like along the way, were there some you know, crazy things that happened or, you know, what was it like? Um, well, for me, being a foreigner in China, and, and I was fluent in Chinese by the time that I started walking, so that wasn't really the problem. And mm-hmm. I had traveled in China before, so I felt kind of, uh, I felt secure about that, but I had really never ventured into the Chinese countryside, like the really uh, back backwater kind of thing, mm-hmm. um, the Midwest of China, so to speak. So uh, that was exciting. <laughs> the that, place that nobody wants to go. Was it? Why, why was it scary? I mean, is it unsafe or? Uh, no, it's not really unsafe. No, China is a very safe country for foreign travelers. That's for sure. But uh, if you're like me, I'm not really the uh, kind of uh, outgoing, outdoor, uh, cool guy. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of a, I, I guess, a nerd uh, <laughs> studying <laughs> Chinese and and. Car- and l- kind of lugging my cameras around, that's what I do. So I'm not really that confident. Uh, like, say, say uh, you uh, rent a, a room in a small motel, and, uh, and the bathroom is outside, right? It's mm-hmm. in a different building. Yes. So are you going to just take everything valuable with yourself just to go to the crapper? That's basically what I did in the, yeah. in the beginning because I was so scared. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame you. I probably would have done the same thing. Yeah, but then eventually you find out that people in the countryside are really nice. Yes. They're yes. really friendly. It's, yeah. it's, again, you're bed back in the Midwest, and people are kind of too uh, naive to be bad. Mm-hmm. It's really nice. Like, yeah. the Chinese countryside is, is uh, the smaller the village, uh, the better. You just kind of drop your stuff and, and talk to people, and, and they're, they're, they're happy that things are happening. There's this weird Forrest Gump kind of foreign dude showing up with a beard and a backpack. Right. And, yeah, that's exciting. There's that crazy walking guy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah. And they heard about me uh, from people that kind of saw me before on the road. So I'd, I'd have this word of mouth traveling in front of me, and mm-hmm. they'd be like, you're not that tall. I thought you were <laughs> like two meters, six, seven feet or something. My cousin said you were that tall. Oh, that's <laughs> so funny. <laughs> And at the end, no offense, you look like a caveman. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> that was <laughs> Worked well with the children, too. I'm like, sure. Like, they ah! they run. They go run, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's really funny. How did, how did Yahoo get a hold of the story? I just, I guess, word spread? I have no idea. They never asked me, so, oh, uh, so these funny. things just, just happened. This, this whole 
viral thing, the mm-hmm. internet thing, is uh, beyond my control. I uploaded the video and I worked hard for it. It took mm-hmm. uh, a long time to arrange the photos and and do all that of the beard video. Yes. And then it just kind of uh, spun out of control, and people would just uh, share it or grab it and put it on their own sites. And yes. I kind of lost track of it. I, uh, when, whenever these things happen, I check my mail fo- folder in the morning, and I see I have, I have all these new mails. And then I know somebody must have picked up the video. Unbelievable. Well, I was really surprised I could get a hold of you and do this interview because (laughs) I figured, man, if you're on Yahoo, sometimes it's really hard. People get swamped and they have no time. So so thank you. (laughs) Same as as always. (laughs) So did you you find some kind of, um, you know, as you're walking, did you just have some realizations about your life along the way? Um, I guess, um, well, I'm kind of embarrassed to admit that I had this, this this idea of myself uh, becoming a sort of better person through this whole walking thing that's that's what I had in the beginning. I was yeah. like, okay, so I'm going to be walking. I'm going to be outside all the time, and I'm be I'll be like like a Zen kind right. of person and right. and be like at peace. But that never happened. And uh, in the end, I felt kind of embarrassed for for this uh, way of thinking because uh, no matter if you're in an in an office building or you're in your yard or mm-hmm. you're walking through China, you're still you you got to take yourself with you. You can't just leave that that bad Chris or that annoying Chris. That right. you can't leave him uh, behind and just become this Zen kind of person. It doesn't happen. So that was a realization, I guess. <laughs> yes, but it's. Yeah, I'm sure it's easy to you know listen to all the negativity and people saying, "What are you thinking?" But you just you did it. You went out there and did it, which is you know really commendable. Uh, I wouldn't really put it like that. It was something that I felt that there was no way around it, seriously. Really? I, I wanted to uh, not do it, but I felt if I, if I didn't, then uh, it would be impossible to, to kind of, I don't know, just go on like that. So it wasn't really a choice. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I, it just sounds like some inner drive you had. I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's crazy, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe it's just uh, like, a, like a super uh, egoism or, or, or like a narcissist drive or something. I don't know. <laughs> Well, let me ask you this. Were you glad you did it? When it was all over, were you saying, you know, I'm glad I actually did that? Uh, there were two things I was glad about. Uh, the first step, that I actually tried it, that I did it, mm-hmm. and the last step, that I knew I, I had to quit. And, and I had been so scared of quitting all the way. Why? But, but Well, because nobody wants to admit failure. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to... I want to uh, walk triumphantly into my little village in Germany and say, uh, on that road behind me, there is uh, China, and I've conquered it. Yes. But, uh, <laughs> so, so I didn't want to admit defeat. But in the end, when you realize that, that you're your own boss and you have to really make your own decisions on a daily basis and you can't just stick to decisions that you have made in different circumstances, it's, uh, it's hard. And it's really painful, sure. but I felt that it was really re- rewarding in a way. No, I can understand that. And how long was this whole journey until you stopped? Uh, 352 days, so basically a year. Whoa, that's <laughs> yeah. a long time. Mm. <laughs> were, you, were you just absolutely exhausted? I mean, what, in, what made you stop? Uh, no, it wasn't. Ex- oh, I think we lost Chris. Hmm, well, I'm sure Chris will call right back. That was Chris... Ray Hogg calling in. Did you lose me? I lost you, yes. Okay. (laughs) Am I back? You're back. 
<laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> I don't know where you went, but poof, I don't you're know back. what happened. I'm so sorry. Okay. <laughs> well, calling from Germany here. That's okay. It sounds very clear, actually. <laughs> so where did you lose me? Well, I was saying, what made you stop? Um, it was an exhaustion. I was getting very, very good at this whole walking thing uh, by the end because it takes a long time to to learn kind of the, the, the tricks of how to walk for a long time. So it wasn't that. It was a very profane uh, reason. My, my girlfriend that I had kind of... Uh, kept uh, in Germany waiting for me. She yes. gave me the slip and just said, it's over. So so I was like, damn. Oh, no. <laughs> How did this happen? <laughs> you weren't around. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. That's that's what everybody says. Like, like yeah. my sister's like, oh, I'm surprised she, could, she, she was going to wait that long. Like, mm-hmm. it took her 12 months to say goodbye. But, <laughs> yeah, that's you know, tough. when you're young and dumb. Well, you know, 26 is young. Yeah. Yeah, and kind of dumb. <laughs> but uh, but uh, not that I'm saying your walk was dumb. You know, it's I kind of feel like it's something a lot of people would do. You know, I really don't yeah. see it as dumb. I, not at all. I mean, you must have seen some amazing things. Most people don't even get to experience. Uh, I guess it's just kind of uh, yeah yeah. There are things, some things out there that um, are really precious. Mm-hmm. I, I you could say that. Yeah. I mean, years from now, Chris, if you end up having kids, family, whatever, you're going to look back and go, wow, that was unbelievable. And you know what I'm going to say then to my kids? What? I'm going to say, don't (laughs) do this kind of thing. You're going to be a white-collar worker in an office. Oh, how And get a nice car. (laughs) But, Dad, I want to do what you did. (laughs) No, you can't. You have to revolt. You have to. I, I realized that after the walk, Mm-hmm. I was really mad at my dad all the time, like because because my dad was so opposed to this whole thing, and I was like, "You're my dad. You're supposed to understand." Oh. And then after the walk, after the whole video blew up, yes. when young kids they send me emails and they're like, "Hey, I'm Nick from whatever mm-hmm. L.A. Yes. and I'm 17 and I want to go out and walk through America, but my parents they don't want it." And I'm like, "Yeah, sure they don't want it. Yes. That's what they're supposed to do." Right. Yeah, they can't oh. sit there and say, "Yeah, go, you know, walk through walk through the states." Right, right. But if you still want to do it, you're going to do it. Yes, that's true. <laughs> so, did you and your dad get tighter as a result of this experience? Well, he was happy I was back. Yes, and he was ba- happy I, that I had lost the beard. <laughs> uh, he was happy that w- that I uh, hadn't lost any uh, uh, body parts. I was going to say limbs. Yes, yes. And 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 when I finally. Uh, managed to publish my books here in Germany, I guess it kind of consoled him that his son wasn't totally wasting his life. Yeah. So I guess we're cool now. <laughs> you know, from from what I've read about you with all your studies and everything, uh, you know, a student of China studies, r- uh, Russian literature, modern history, I think it's pretty amazing. Oh, uh, no, it's just nerd stuff. Nerd stuff, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's just nerd stuff, like I can talk all day long, but... It's really, uh, it's really useless in a way. I'm really? Oh, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just sound smart, but I can't really, like, I can't even balance a checkbook or something. Oh, that's funny. That's <laughs> really funny. You should write another book, The Nerd's Way of Life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should do that. Yeah, people, they get these weird ideas. They see the video, they're like, man, that dude is so tough. Like, 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 yeah, yeah I got balls and shit, but mm-hmm. I don't. I'm like, okay. uh, I'm, I'm, no, I'm wait, just wait, hold on. No more about, no more potty mouth on the radio. We can oh, yeah, I'm sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, they, they, they perceive me as this, as this kind of outdoor uh, guy that is really uh, uh, courageous or something, but, yes. but that's really not who I am. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even like to uh, camp out in my tent. Like, I feel insecure what might happen. 
so they, they have all these weird ideas. They, they don't realize that I'm just kind of a, a person that likes to read uh, Jules Verne or Jack London or, or these kind of uh, turn-of-the-century uh, or, or, or 19th-century uh, romantic adventure novels. Mm-hmm. And, and that's kind of where I get my ideas from. But let me tell you what I hear you saying, because, for instance, I never liked public speaking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are certain things, you know, make me nervous. Singing. You went out and you just jumped in and you did the, these things that were uncomfortable. There's a lot to be said for that. It, it was horrifying. There uh, you it's go. the same as, a, as an interview. I, I get yeah. nervous before this kind of thing as well. Oh, really? Just, oh. Yeah. <laughs> Seemed like a natural. <laughs> No, it's just, I don't know. I'm just nervous about things and yeah. insecure. It, it, I guess it's yeah. the way that uh, some people are. Yeah, that's true. But the more you do stuff, the better. I mean, the more you put yourself out there, you, you, you kind of go, okay, knock it off. You don't really need <laughs> to be nervous about this. Don't be ridiculous, you know? Yeah, and yeah, exactly. That's, that, that's, that's the whole point. And you yeah. realize that uh, the whole thing about, like, um, oh, how hard is the first step going to be or whatever, you just kind of... Go for it, and then and then play by ear, and then just kind of see what happens. Yes, yes, I love. I'm looking at your uh, website, thelongestway.com. And by the way, if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Chris. Uh, to pronounce your last name for me again, I don't want to slaughter it. Uh, Rehager. Rehager. You know, somebody said, "Did you really wear sandals across the Gobi?" <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I, I tried that for a day because I was having these terrible blisters. Oh. In my boots, I got these boots. You know how you can spend like a ton of money on yes. walking boots, and they still make your feet like feel like hell. Right, right. That's what I did. Ugh. Yeah, and I hated it. So, so eventually, when uh, there was really no other way, I tried to wa- walk in flip flops, but that doesn't oh, really work. It. No way. <laughs> you figure, huh? <laughs> no way. I would kill my feet. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was really uh, miserable. Ugh. So, so you stopped, and what was the, you know, what was just the end all for you that you were like, I- I'm done. I'm I'm sorry. What made you decide you were just done? You just had to go back between the girlfriend and everything else, and I was uh, in a very uh, efficient walking phase where I felt that I was really comfortable with the whole, whole walking thing. I felt like I had uh, invested all this time just to kind of understand how to walk and how to deal with people, like mm-hmm. how to deal with invitations, how to pitch my tent, how to uh, deal with sickness or whatever, and even with the blisters. Uh, but I hadn't really uh, kept this one thing that was really important to me under control, and that was um, my, my girlfriend, or rather yes. my future. Yes. Uh, as we all know, it's really hard to find a person that you really, really like mm-hmm. among the people that you kind of like. Yes. Um, kind of, kind of like this. This this sort of person happens like a ton. Like could happen to me every day. Yeah, I kind of like that girl. Yeah. Kind of like that girl. Mm-hmm. But that I really like that one. That's uh, something precious, and I I, I kind of uh, lost track of that. So mm-hmm. when I was in that uh, desert town and I got this call from my girlfriend, I it kind of dawned on me that something was going totally wrong. Yes. With all this beardedness and and awesomeness and, and, and the narcissist uh, right. uh, soul-searching of mine in the desert. It was mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, it's good you realize that because guys at that age don't typically think along those lines. <laughs> they think, yeah, I'm, I'm awesome, you know. <laughs> <It's> awesome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm awesome. Yeah, I'm awesome. 
Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So what's next for you? you you've written a book? Uh, yeah, um, uh, the, the book's doing good in Germany, and it, and it just came out in China. Mm-hmm. And that was really exciting because I was able to give something back, I guess, uh, because the country had been really nice to me. That's really great. hospitable, really friendly. So I was very happy that we put the book out in Chinese, and I, I corrected the uh, translation. Okay. I worked with a translator. So, uh, yeah, after this, I hope we can get an English edition out and then just uh, do more walking and do more books. That's great. <laughs> and yeah. I love your... You're laughing. How come you're laughing? <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> That's all right. It's good to be laughing. It's Monday morning. Yeah. Well, it's, tu- it's Tuesday. No it's, no, it's Monday night for you right now, right? Uh, it's, uh, yeah, the sun is just about to set over here. Okay. So I love the quote on your website. It doesn't matter what dream you choose to follow. As long as you have one, go follow your dream and laugh while you're doing it. Did you come up with that? Or is that something? Yeah, that that's mine. Yeah. I love that. That's <laughs> great. That was like your epiphany after the year of your journey or just something you always loved? I don't know. It just uh, was something that sounded right. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it just happens. You kind of... Uh, type something into the computer, and then you're like, okay, this is not totally bad. <laughs> oh, you're funny. So what's what's uh, next for you? You've, the book came out. Any big other plans that you're working on? I know you went back to school, right? Uh, yeah, and I've finished that. My dad finally has a son with a university degree, so uh, that is awesome. That's great. Yeah, um, and then, I don't know, I, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to continue to waste my life. I don't know if that's possible. Okay. <laughs> but uh, I would like to do that. You want to waste like your to, life? I would like to waste it, yeah. To waste your life? Yeah, do to waste it on, on uh, being a poor poet and write more books okay. and maybe do some more walking okay. and uh, take pictures and just be awesome. I, I would like that. You would like I, don't know if, I don't know if I can. It's, it's a scary thing. It is a scary thing. <laughs> it's a very scary thing. What is, your, yeah. what is your degree in, by the way? I'm a, I'm a major in uh, China studies, so I'm supposed to be able to explain China. Mm-hmm. But uh, as we all know, China is a very big country, and there's a lot of people doing a lot of explaining, and I don't, I don't know if I want to get into that. So the degree, you're basically going to not do much? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well. I'm joking, I'm joking. No worries. No worries. All right, so, so anything uh, on the horizon next couple of months, or just focusing on your writing? Oh, I would like to go to Kyrgyzstan and just hang out in Kyrgyzstan. I have this thing on my mind that Kyrgyzstan must be a nice place. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know if I can pull it off, but if I can spend the summer in Kyrgyzstan, I will be a very happy man. That's great. <laughs> You've got to get some friends to go with you. No. You're going to go by yourself? Me in Kyrgyzstan. That's the way it's supposed to be. Oh, my gosh. Look at you. I don't know if it, I don't know if I can pull it off, but that, that is my big wish for the summer. It has been for a couple of years. Kyrgyzstan. Any advice for anybody who wants to do something like what you're doing? Yeah. Um, the first step, this is really uh, uh, the advice that everybody's going to give you, but I can just repeat that same phrase. Uh, the first step is the hardest. It's really like that. Yeah. Sounds tacky, again, but the first step is really the hardest. And once you're on the road, uh, you're going to just kind of, uh, yeah, see what happens. And where can people find your book, The Longest Way? It's not out in English yet. I'm I'm trying to uh, get it published in English. Okay. And uh, as as soon as I do, I'll I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll let you know. I know because it's only in what German and Chinese. German right and Chinese, yeah. Okay. I know you yeah. got to do an English edition because your video was such a hit. The longest way 2.0. Yeah, 
Yeah, it, yeah, it would be nice, but uh, we'll, we'll see. If, if somebody wants to uh, go through translating uh, 450 pages of uh, German, uh, they're welcome to do it. Or maybe I'll take it to Kyrgyzstan and do it myself. I don't know. There you go. <laughs> Chris, it's been great having you on the show. Uh, you want to throw Thanks out your Thanks for website? having me. Oh, sure. What's your website again is? TheLongestWay.com. Okay. And if people want to get in touch with you, or you want, you're on Facebook, I think? Uh, yeah, Facebook, or yeah, just drop me a mail. I try to reply to every mail. And your email is on your website? Yeah. Okay, perfect. Thank you so much. This has been great chatting with you. Thanks, Janine. All right. <laughs> Have a good one. Have a good day. <laughs> Wear some good shoes. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. You take, too. Take care. Manolo Blahnik. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. What a great conversation with Chris. I, uh, again, I heard about Chris on Yahoo.com. He uh, was attempting to walk from Beijing to Germany. That was Chris Rehaga, The Longest Way, and uh, his... Video is on my blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. We're going to take a little break, and then when we come back, we're going to be joined by author Ann Hood. Very excited to have her on the second half of the show, Get the Funk Out. Again, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine. I'll be back in just a bit. (laughs) 